as you settle in for the presumably the night after the quest, uh, you're reflecting on your day. You personally have met the cosmic orc now, the one Eclipse and Oak have been talking about. You met up with a kinky scientist with some very advanced di uh, intellect, though odd enough that he had a coat with his name written in common on it. Uh, even stranger than that is that he mentioned during his lucid state that he could only explain so much simply because his memories were so hazy, and he just simply did not have time to elaborate on that. And the most frightening part to you is the fight with the Cosmic Orc is not a fight you quite remember. More like vague uh, images here and there, but besides that, you blacked out for most of it. So you're in your room, by yourself. Uh, it's nighttime. It's very late, uh, and as you stand in the dark, in the dark veil of ambiguity, I ask you, Damien. You seek answers to no end. It, are you willing to put your mind and soul on the table to learn everything about this other personality? Yes, I am. Okay. You feel the veil of secrets thin, and in your own body a different type of sensation takes over. Inside, you still f know you have control of your body, but you feel like now that this control is no longer a right, but a privilege, and that there is nothing you could do if that privilege is taken away. And as you stand in this room, a voice growls out from a corner of your room. Stand, you know, out, the voice is uh, radiating from a standing mirror. And when you look in that mirror, you see your reflection, your warped reflection. It looks just like you, but in this reflection, it's wearing the helmet, which you are not wearing in this moment. And the clothes he's wearing in the reflection are yours, but they are ragged and torn. And he is holding a wicked grin on his face. And when he speaks, he speaks in your voice. Thanks for letting me in, Damien. That is my best impression of Damien. <laughs> it's so nice to finally be able to speak face to face. And he stretches his hand out uh, through, the, through the mirror for a handshake. Do you reciprocate the handshake? I felt it was appropriate that we get to know each other better, and Damien will reciprocate the handshake. And when you reciprocate this handshake, as you meet his hand, he's going to pull you through into the mirror, which looks like is acting more like a buoyant surface like water and as you fall through the other end you see yourself in the same room as before with some differences one it's completely reversed and two it looks disheveled and in ruin as though the motel river sticks had been abandoned for years and when you look outside you don't see rudiment necessarily though the geographics of the land look identical again reversed you see instead of a small mining town, you see blackstone structures barely being held together by these overgrown dark thorny, thorny purple vines. The sky is a dark gray color illuminated only by magenta and cyan stars. And you see thousands upon thousands of people who look dreary. Not undead, but not quite alive either. There's something deep within them that has died. And from behind you, you hear the voice say, Truly, the gallows are so lovely this time of year, but I do feel I'm overdue for a vacation. And, Damien, as you stand in this 
as far as you know, other world, what's your reaction? What is this place? This is what I call the gallows. Uh, some people would call this an echo realm. I subscribe to that uh, name, personally. Not exactly an alternate timeline. Not another dimension per se, more like a pocket dimension. Simply a pale imitation of the material plane, warped reflections in a funhouse mirror that decided they didn't like being above the joke. I spend a lot of time here between incarnations, or when I just need some me time. With Hogarth, <laughs> we spent 79 years of this human life rebuilding. But when his body wasted away and became useless, and you see him turn back into, uh, and he turns into a new form. Uh, he turns into a slightly younger man, significantly younger man, the man in his mid-40s, looks a little more rugged. He's like, I was reborn again, and our name was Gr Grimes Lockjaw. I came back again, but this time I felt just a microscopic amount of extra control. Grimes was a lot easier to sway. We revisited my past life's work, but a lot of it was missing. And then when Grimes died, I repeated that cycle again. And for a million years, I was allowed to exist and do what I wanted over and over again. And nothing stood in my way. Until, at a million years, I was outside, and the ground beneath me began to crack. Magma spewed out into the surface And I looked up and I saw the mountains engulfed in flames towers that stood up into the clouds came crashing down on the population before and then before the ash of the fallen world consumed me. I saw her The cosmic fucking orc a million years past my first death and she was still here and she killed me again And he's gonna turn back into you and when I came back, things were different. It looked like I was kicked back to my first rebirth. I was Hogarth again. Though, certain aspects of our life were warped. His parents worked different jobs, they lived in a different city. Uh, just very minor differences, but very significant when you see how just a few little different decisions can send you down a way different path. And that was the only difference. The world was different too. The version of the world, this world, this reboot had different physics. Wounds and injury, injuries didn't heal overnight. They took days, weeks, months, years, or they didn't heal at all. Then, I more or less repeated the cycle. And as I got to uh, the, uh, the end of another million years, a giant colossal metallic behemoth, this steel amalgamation, decimated the world with its war hammer. And in the third cycle, I came back as Hogarth. Only in this world, this same world, but a little different, the surface world air was toxic and we had to live underground. But despite the most drastic of changes, all my avatars, all my incarnations, reborn in the same order, just under different circumstances. I've had to restart my work every one million years or so. Every one million years and she would kill the world again and again and again. Different rules, uh, different physics, every world, every time. 64 cycles. And in this 65th, magic is real. All I wanted was out from this plane of existence. 
and I didn't know how to do that. Despite my intellect, despite my time of existence, I could never figure it out until the 58th cycle. During some feed research, me and my current incarnation made a discovery. These reboots don't reset everything back to square one. They leave scars on the universe, evidence that will be rebooted. Cracks in the armor, glimpses of worlds outside of our own. Not other planes, not like the Gallows, but an, a whole other timeline outside of ours. But these cracks are unstable, and there isn't, there wasn't any technology or magic in the world to help me traver, traverse through the veil. It's her, until early, early on in this cycle, about almost 800,000 years ago, me in, the, in that incarnation made another discovery. In these Tempest Lands, as they're called in this iteration, is a place called Stardust Crater. With these two meteorites who have, that have been burning there for some time, for as long as they have existed. At least, the humanoids think they're asteroids, that they're meteorites. Whatever these alien technologies are, far beyond anything even I can come up with, which, trust me, is saying a lot. And funny enough, I've revised these abnormalities, and they were, I've revisited them, and they were in every version of the reborn worlds. They would always reappear, despite all the differences, this was a common thread. And after some studying, inside one of these, these alien objects, is some sort of metallic synth, some sort of robotic body, one durable enough to rip open one of these multiversal scars and leave, I could leave the realm forever. I just need to make my own incarnation. Damien Willow Walker, in every cycle you have always been my last incarnation. Always the smartest, always the most intelligent, with so much untapped potential at your disposal but too weak-willed to use it. Every time we were on the verge of a breakthrough, you became all ethical and moral. In the end, 65, 64 times in a row, you've disappointed me in every iteration. I want out, Damien, a world where I can complete my studies without worrying about a giant fire phoenix burning the world to ash, or a continent-sized asteroid crashing into us, or all the oxygen on the planet just disappearing in the snap of a finger. A place where no one will have the power to stop my research no one to stop the means I use, I take to complete my research. World, well, I'm not limited by you. This metallic being that you speak of, you're saying that if we, if we find where it is, it will be capable of freeing you from these gallows that you're stuck in? Not just the gallows, the the anchor that keeps me here to the material planes and all of its pocket dimensions. I want out of the whole thing. I am tired of this planar system. I want to go to a new one, and I don't care if I have to destroy the fabric of reality. I am done with these cycles. I am tired of her games, Damien, and I don't care who is in my way. Nothing is going to stop me from leaving. Perhaps there is something we can work around. Run some way to mutually benefit each other. He looks at you and uh, critically. 
I am intrigued by these multiple lives that you have claimed to have lived. Living so many lives, you must have have acquired a vast amount of knowledge. About 64 million years. Coming up on 65. I would say I'm pretty intelligent. The way I see it, that as I am now, I am nowhere near powerful enough. Enough to uh, help you achieve your goals. But with your help, your intellect, your 65 million years worth of knowledge, that could change with this cycle. If you're talking about stopping the Cosmogorg, I have moved past that. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is she possesses, but there is no stopping her. And I'm telling you that with 65 million years of intellect, I am done. The only way to kill her is to kill this planar system. And this uh, mechanical machine you speak of, it would be capable of doing that? It would be capable of me inserting my consciousness out of you into it so that I can leave. This what becomes of me once you're separated from my body? I suppose after I leave you and the millions of other people on this destroyed, disgusting jumble of land masses will die with the cosmic orc and I can go on unimpeded in my journey. So that would be it then. You get a free ride out of here and we're all left to suffer. Trust me. <laughs> I was never I nah, I was never on the side of humanity in the first place. I just wanted to invent and the cosmic orc is in my way. I don't know why I'm anchored. I don't know why I'm first to do these reboots with all of you. I don't know why I'm reborn again and again, but it, I, I, have, I see the appeal of immortality, but I, it means nothing if I don't have freedom. You have definitely given me a lot to think on. Uh, you know, I've never really thought about what to refer to you as. Like you know, like I told you, I've had a lot of names, more or less. Um, I, as you know, Hogarth was one of my name, and then you see him change to a middle-aged elven woman, or Sherry Holiday, and then he turns into a dwarven child. Harvey Stockdale. This was a weird one, and then he transforms into some sort of metallic golden robot, and then he says, "But you." can refer to me as my title. As the master of invention. And I want you to make a wisdom saving throw. Holy shit. <laughs> I made a natural 20. <laughs> okay. You see, as soon as he says you become the master of, uh, of invention, you can feel it. He just tried to take control from you. He tried to freeze you in place. And with a natural 20, I could say it 
doesn't take a genius to know that he was just about to leave you here. As you stand there, and he sees that nothing happens, he goes and he snaps his, you know, so he, the first time he tried to snap his fingers and nothing happened, he snapped his fingers again and again and again and again. I was like, what the fucking, what the hell? What's in here? I will not anybody's puppet. I don't expect you to just snap your fingers and take over my body willy-nilly, nilly whenever you feel like it. <laughs> I am my own human being. Damien, you always, always so stubborn in every iteration, always just a problem in my way. You want to keep reliving your life. You know how you die, Damien. It's not disease, it's not old age, it's not in glorious battle. You die because the world ends. Sometimes that's burning to death, that's sometimes being hypoxic. Sometimes it's a sword to the heart. Sometimes it's a cosmic orc. Sometimes it's just demons. You will die painfully, slowly, horribly, every iteration. At least with what I'm doing, it'll be quick and painless. And what would you expect of me to do, Master of Invention? I need full control of your body. Clearly, I don't know why you're so special. I don't know why I still don't have that much control. The last incarnations of every cycle, I usually got hands on the wheel. I don't know why you're always an exception, but I need you to take your hands off the wheel. I need to be in the driver's seat. You have to let me do this for this to work. If you and die, if, if, you I die if you die, I'm stuck here. Well, you have suddenly given me a lot to think on. Even with my intellect, this is still so vast. 65 million years worth of living. Only you would be able to get out of this loop, loop fighting your little android. I... You, I wouldn't be able to get out either. I'll... You dying and staying dead, it's the only release. You can call me selfish, you can call it whatever you want. But if you think about it from another perspective, I am ending the world suffering for good. Surely that's preferable. Surely that doesn't make you sound any better than the Cosmic Orc. He's gonna, he's gonna scowl at that shit. Clearly someone with your advanced intellect can see that. Damien. Be realistic. 65 million years. If there was an easier way, hell. If it didn't kill people, it's not that I wouldn't be against that. But, I'm telling you, there is no other way. And then he's gonna gesture out the window. And he's gonna specifically gesture to all the people out there. And, uh, to rephrase, there are thousands and thousands of people that you can see. If, estimating. Yeah, we're still within my room, right? Yeah, you uh, technically are. You're like in the reversed 
Gallows version of your room. <laughs> and he's gonna gesture to all those people. And he's gonna say, These aren't people who live here. These are all of my incarnations. This is where they go after they die. You, not that you'd remember after New Cycle, but you have never really had to experience this because you've always been the last incarnation. So you've never had to suffer here for a million years like these people have. To these people... When I look... Oh, when I look out the... When I look out the window, do I see that all of the people uh, inhabiting uh, this gallows are actually the alternate... Uh, the incarnations of the Master? Um, Master, like the ones that he's shown me? He showed you a couple... Um, and you're looking at thousands and thousands of people, so I, I, I think realistically, it would be so, uh, hard to spot them in a crowd, and even if they weren't in there, um, again, could you spot them? Are they gonna happen to be in this part of the gallows? I, you know, you couldn't really tell. Okay. But if you, uh, if you're, like, you know, looking for proof, he'll just, like, turn into a few people. Um, so he turns into, like... Okay, you see uh, a wood elf down there, and he transforms into the wood elf, a blonde wood elf. He's like, I've been all these people at one point, and then he turns into uh, a sea hag, which is fun. He's like, I've been this disgusting amphibious creature, and then he turns into a kobold, and he's like, I've been all kinds of monsters and humanoids and he's gonna turn back to fake Damien and everyone he transformed into um, he gestures to them so he at the very least can turn into them but yeah you could roll an inside he wants to see if he's telling the truth but on surface level he can at least transform <laughs> I'll roll an inside either way mm -hmm. That was a... I rolled an 18. Okay, an 18. Seems like he's telling the truth. Sounds like he's actually being truthful about this. It seems like he's sort of persuading... He, he's not lying to you, which is the crazy thing. Everything he's saying is insane, but none of it is untrue. From your own, you know, insight. Master, can I ask you this? Yes, Damien. Out of all of my lives that you've lived... Have I always met this group of adventurers? Sometimes you're friends. Sometimes you murder each other. Sometimes you never meet. Sometimes you fall in love. And sometimes you die before you you could ever see them. Every every cycle has always been a bit different, Damien. But I've not I've seen cycles not unlike this one. I've seen you guys band together. I've seen you fight great enemies. I've seen you put up a fight against a cosmic orc as much as I hate to admit it. But in the end, we you always lose. Always. I've seen so many incarnations. So many that play out the opposite of this. So many that played out exactly like this and everything in between. And nothing works. <laughs> But what if this time it does? Do you have a plan, Damien, to take down the Cosmic Orc? 
Not at the moment. You won't ever. But something. You. But something. You try every time. We never come up with it, and I've lost my patience, Damien. Wait, no, I can't even really speak on it. Cause, yeah, no, I can't really speak on it because. Eclipse and Oak, they didn't really share with me their connections with the Cosmic Orc, did they? Um, hmm. what are you trying to, what are you trying to say to them? Because obviously Devin knows, right? So let's, I want Yeah, because obviously I know. I want to know. I know that, but I'm trying to think, think, because I haven't really thought about it, but like, does Damien know about that shit? I think... So, I was like, I know, like, Oak pissed himself, like, twice. Okay, that's true. <laughs> I know he pissed himself, like, twice, but it's not like he fucking told me, like, oh, the fucking god made me piss myself. That's true. Yeah. You might be right. You know what sucks? You're the only person who might not know, because technically even Brad has an idea of what's going on. <laughs> that's <what's> so unfortunate. <laughs> um... I think you know to some capacity they've had interaction with the, I think this much. You know they have had some interaction with the Cosmic Orc. You know that, at the very least. You, you know you know they fucked off the temple because they wanna learn more about what was going on there and more about the Cosmic Orc. But you that's you just know that there's something some connection between them and the Cosmic Orc, but you don't know the length. I don't think you would even know if she's talked to them. I don't think she even implied that when she was fighting you guys. So, you just know that they have an interest in her. In every timeline, did uh, the rogue and uh, my tabaxi friend friend, do they always have, have this interest in the cosmic orc? Uh, and he's gonna think it's just a eclipse, and every incarnation has always wanted to learn about his purpose. He's got this reincarnating hero nonsense from his people, and every time he tries to figure it out, it's always some different take. Oh, there is no reincarnating hero. Oh, the reincarnating hero is evil. It's a god. It's this. It's that. That's the frustrating thing. There is no consistency. The answer is always different. He wasn't wrong any of these times. That's the thing. The answer changed every time. That's what's frustrating. We're not working with the same formula. We're not working with the same equations. But... Oh, and yeah, maybe they have more of a vested interest in the Cosmic Orc, but is it gonna matter? What can they learn? It's gonna be so important that I didn't figure out in 65 million years. I've explored temples, I've explored artifacts, I've communed with ancient beings before the first annihilation of the world. There is nothing that will help us. The only thing we can do is stop it Stop it permanently. And I'm sorry if it's selfish that I want to save myself, but why should I die with the rest of you? What a puzzle you've put me in here. <laughs> what a that's a that's a real thinker. Right real thinker right there. <laughs> well I'll be damned, that's a that's a whole uh, that, that's a whole can of beans. Seems like a tough question you proposed. 
This is gonna give me. A, I'm gonna have a few, few hour, few minutes to think this one over. Look, I phone a friend. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> Brad, wake up! I gotta ask you something. Yeah, yeah. Roll a uh, inside check to see if you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, you gotta know something about this with your infinite bird knowledge. Brad. Brad. <laughs> He's okay, not to break up uh, the flow of the session, but like, oh, fucking shit, man, making uh, making him the fucking master of invention, shit. <laughs> yeah, we kind of have to think for a sec, right? Even even on my end, I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm like, fucking shit, man. I, good, good, excellent way, fucking just making my fucking backup. <laughs> Adding a connection between my current character and my backup character, fucking man. Yeah, you thought we weren't gonna use that robot. I'm sorry, Devin, but he's gonna be in play to some capacity. I'll be fucking damn <laughs> Damn, you're putting me in a pickle right here. Fucking shit, I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> you can you can definitely take a beat. I wouldn't mind a beat to think too, because damn. Damn, basically just saying, hey, fork over your life, let me fucking get in the driver's seat so I can fucking save myself and just let the rest of you just die. Yeah, not fair, not like a great, <laughs> like, way to persuade someone. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's where um, the master is right now. Now we have a name for him. Master of Invention. Yes. How about this? I want to have faith in this group, because you said it yourself that we've encountered each other multiple times. That is a consistency, is it not? It's a consistency, but did you forget the part where I said you've also murdered each other in the in other iterations? That's Fair enough, but... also a consistency, is it not? Who's to say they won't kill you in this one, too? If I, if we, if they kill us, if anyone kills us, that's it, Damien, for both of us. Hmm. How about this? I want to put my faith in this group. If at any point you think that they're going to turn against me or try to kill us, I will fork over full control over the wheel to you. But until that point, I believe that we could actually be that we are actually capable of doing something. Okay. Here's is that acceptable for you? Here's this is your best buddy Ryan speaking. Here's what we're gonna do. That's gonna be a precision check. I'm gonna set a DC for it. I'm gonna tell you what it is. But first, okay, you want me to roll persuasion? In a second. Here's the deal with this perception check. This is you're convincing this ancient inte intellect that in 65 million years, there's still a chance that we can save this world despite all the failures and that this time will be different. Which is, you're, you are making an argument and it's a strong one, but he's also, you're combating that with his history, but also his frustration. So it's gonna be persuasion. It's gonna be DC twenty. I'm gonna give you a point of inspiration for the, all of this. How does basically? How, how does inspiration work? You roll a D six, um, and the number you get is how much you can add to a roll, basically. Okay. So I would roll that D six first. I would, I would probably want to use it here. 
Okay, that's a that's a four. Okay, that's pretty good. Okay, so the persuasion. What's your persuasion modifier out of curiosity? Plus two. So that okay. means that this will be a plus six. So you have to get a DC twenty. So that means at a minimum, you have to roll. I believe it's a fourteen, right? Yeah, fourteen or higher. Okay, roll that persuasion. That was an eleven. Or no, eleven plus that was a fifteen. That was okay. Just so. <laughs> oh yeah, no fuck the shit. Okay, you're good. That passes, right? That's yeah, because the eleven plus the four that I rolled that makes it fifteen. So yeah, it's unfortunately not gonna do it. He does seem like he considers what you say, and he's gonna give you a counter offer since. It was solid oh, argument. He's gonna say, "Here's what I would like to do. I would like to have the ability to take control whenever I want. I don't want your permission, Damien. I, I maybe your body, but I spent just as much time in it. You let me take over when I deem it necessary. You don't resist me." You resist me, I will kill your friends, I will kill anyone that is important to you, and I will use your body, I will take your body from you, I will make you watch as I blow this world to dust and echoes. So his counter offer is basically a different version of yours. I want to take control whenever I want. I don't want, I don't want to wait for your permission. And mechanically, what that would look like is no wisdom saving throws. One, you can always decide when you change the goblin, that's your choice. Or I get to decide without contest. God contestant, whatever you call it. You don't contest. Okay. So that's, that's his, uh, his counter offer. And in this, in this offer, it's sort of like one hand on the wheel, except he can push you off the wheel whenever he wants. <laughs> Well, I don't see any other option that I have. Right. I will accept your offer. I will meet his hand. And this time, I'm not thanking you uh, through the mirror this time. This time he leads you back into the mirror. Uh, and you're back in your room, no longer in the gallows. And the master, because I stopped calling him the goblin now, the master is no longer in the room. And it is, I think, an hour later into the night. Um, and yeah. And I believe that is where we'll leave you off being in. Until we time travel back like eight hours. <laughs> Damien dies during the day. If you, man, I gotta be honest, if you die during the fucking, somehow, in the downtime between the last quest where you should already be in the tavern to the next morning, that's your fault. <laughs> There's no Tabasco that's gonna, like, attack you in your sleep <laughs> while you're at the tavern. <laughs> okay, so you're saying uh, that this uh, whole thing that we're doing yep. is going to be taking place not the night I get back to uh, the tavern. It's going to be the night after no. I get back. So this will be the night you go to sleep when you get back to the tavern. The session is going to start up Start up with you guys being back at the tavern for like half an hour before 
presumably the other party would get back there. Uh.